What's up, everybody? This is Zach. And Amy. And Judith. With Be A Light. We hope that you're having an awesome start to your wonderful year. Yeah. 2020. 2020. That means everyone is going to see perfectly this year. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Like, it makes me feel old that it's 2020. Like. Yeah. Can you believe it? Everybody that was born in the year 2000 is 20 years old. We need to that's shut up right now. <laughs> yeah, that's just weird. Yeah. Um, All the prophecies should be correct this year as well. Because they'll have the foresight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry, man. Uh, oh, it's just interesting because, you know, you look back in the 1900s and it's the 20s and all that. I love the 20s and now we're in the 20s again, just in the 2020s. Yeah, and like everyone's like, oh, the Roaring Twenties are gonna come back, and I'm like, I'm down. Like, if y'all want to start dressing like that and doing all that stuff, I'm like, I would do it. <laughs> do I get to carry a Tommy gun? Sure. Okay. I would just like to see, you know, like this entire decade of style repeat itself, but differently. If that makes sense, like without the garbage. <laughs> yeah, well, each one, but like just the style and all the weird stuff of it. But there's gonna be weird stuff in these ones. But like, well, we're getting the '90s again right now with style coming back in. It's like, please stop. I haven't seen the '90s style. Go go to a Target, and this is like my Lord. Target. Okay, because yeah. '90s to me is grunge. So no, so this is like puffy jackets. '90s. Oh like. no, I'm a fan of grunge. Because <laughs> that's always gonna be. You're just a bum. Like I kind of <laughs> like it, but there's some stuff I'm like, you can leave that. Like. I don't... <laughs> All right, this week we're going to be talking about our favorite parables. We'd love to hear what your favorite parable is down in the comments below. So just hit us up, mm-hmm. be bop down there, all you keyboard warriors. Mm-hmm. Let us know what your favorite parable is. So there's a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Got four books chock full of parables from old Jesus. So what's your favorite? So, just like you said, there's keyboard warriors out there. So, just like I was saying before I started the video, this is not a parable, but it is a parable. But he says it's a story. So, I'm just making like, a clarification for them so they don't <laughs> comment and go, nah, nah. And so, good for you. You're smart. Um, my favorite one, I meditate all the time. Everyone, a lot of people probably do because it's probably one that's easier to understand. But, like, if you take it at face value, you can miss a lot of the good stuff and a lot of good details. And I've heard it preached from every, like the both sons perspectives from the father's perspective. I meditate on it a lot. And I even like, I know I have a song that I'm writing slowly, slowly, um, about it. Um, but just to think about, uh, the father's perspective on it and there, cause it doesn't say a lot, but it says when he saw him afar off, you know, because like it shows that he was expectantly waiting, and we all know the Father represents God, and yeah. so we see what Jesus is trying to explain is this one son is not just one son; it's the entire human race, right? Of those who have been afar away from him is actually the Gentiles, really, who went. They took their inheritance, right? And the Gentiles, they went away and they did whatever they wanted. In Romans, it says that he gave them over to whatever, you know, the, the lust that they wanted. So the Gentiles went away, right? Yeah. And 
they did their own thing and they're like, now nah, oh, we need a way back and our gods aren't working. We're getting slop. We're tre- mistreated. And then they come back and they have their stuff ready and everything. They're just used to this. And the father sees them afar off, embraces them, and joins the Gentiles back into the family and, and just robe, redeemed, uh, the ring, all that stuff, right? And then we see the the Jewish nation who's been faithful this whole time yeah. have not accessed what these just got for no good reason, right? Yeah. No good reason at all. And they say, we've been with you the whole time. We ain't got nothing. You ain't ever slaughtered a calf. You ain't ever gave us a party. And he says, everything I have is yours. Yeah. And the funny thing is, he got the they that other son got the inheritance when the other son got it. He said it says that he gave his inheritance. He split it between both sons. Yeah. So both had it at that time, but they thought staying faithful in that way of just religiously staying in the house was the way to go. Mm-hmm. When they could have not lived horribly, but you know lived lavishly off their inheritance that was already divvied to them. Yeah. And so that's one way to take on it. That I like to think about. There's plenty. I have to think about it totally different ways too. But. Yeah, I think that's the first time that I've heard it compared to like Gentiles and Jews and everything. Mm-hmm. But it yeah. makes one hundred percent. It reminds me. Because it just came to me. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of the other parable with like the, um, the farm owner or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't remember his title, but it's like how he like paid wages to the yeah. people that worked, and it was like all equal throughout the day. And people were upset, like yeah. the ones that worked longer, and it was like, what's, you know, my money? Yeah. And, and I don't know, the way you were talking about it reminded me of that yeah. parable. Because he went through, and that even if, with that one, you see those who started at the beginning were the Jews, and they worked through the toil of the law. The yeah. whole toil of the law. And then right here at the end, these guys at the end of the time, like an hour left, he's like, you guys want to come work? They worked in the shade for an hour and got the exact same as those who tried to follow yeah. the law. And so people now can realize if you try to follow your law, the law of your whole life, you're going to work and get the same wages as those who just accept Christ and what he's done. Yeah. <laughs> so don't follow the law. Yeah. Be a bad boy. Yeah. Just be lawless <laughs> with following <laughs> the spirit. Yes. The law of the spirit of Christ. Uh, so, what's yours? I have no idea. <laughs> um, I was trying to find one, but there's one I came across that is a favorite of mine. It's, like, tiny, but the parable of the lost coin. It's really short. I'll just read it. Um, suppose a woman has ten silver coins and loses one. Won't she light a lamp and sweep the entire house and search carefully for it until she finds it. And when she finds it, she will call in her friends and neighbors and say, rejoice with me because I have found my lost coin in the same way. There is joy in the presence of God's angels. Whenever one sinner repents. And I remember, um, somebody was teaching on this parable and it was like, you know, in this parable, like, God was being portrayed as a woman. Mm-hmm. And, like, that just, I don't know, like, I never 
thought about it like that and it just kind of blew my mind but it was just like <clears throat> and it, like it's right after like the parable of the lost sheep but just the I love those because it's just talking about you know that love that he has for me and that he's mm -hmm. relentless in just you know yeah. chasing after me and um yeah I, I love those yeah because that one goes hand in hand with like the shepherd going after the sheep. Yeah, know? it's literally like right after it. Yeah, so it's... And that was always a favorite of mine, like as a kid. <clears throat> like just that... The concept of, you know, he's always going to... Go after him. Yeah. Like he's never mm -hmm. ceasing. And I, I love it because like pointing out, like in that story, God is a woman. It's showing God is both man and woman. Like it's the duality of God being both. You know, and a lot of people don't realize, like, he has both sides to him. It's not just like, oh, well, he's a man. Like, you can see how God represents both sides throughout the Bible. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it was just Jesus, like, kind of challenging the mindset of the day oh, or whatever. Yeah. Like, it was just kind of a bonus thing, but I just, I love the overall message of it, of just that kind of relentless love that yeah. it talks about. I'm just saying like with it being like one behind the other. Oh, like yeah. It's yeah. like showing both sides. It's like mm -hmm. it's not just for the man to go after it because women weren't allowed to be taught back in those days. Yeah. So like Jesus just teaching huge crowds, mm -hmm. that's big in that time. Mm -hmm. um, so my favorite parable, and it's something that I've been like, like all of these we've heard majority of our lives. Mm -hmm. And it would be the sowing of the seed. Like, I've heard it nine ways, you know. and Nine thousand ways. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's all these different ways of hearing it and everything. But it never really made sense. Mm -hmm. But I grew up in an agricultural, like, area. That's what I grew yeah. up in. So it's like I always understood, like, the natural yeah. realm of it. And I know Jesus even explains it under, you know, like to the disciples and all of that, but it wasn't until recently that it started like actually clicking for me mm -hmm. and how like each we've all been each type of seed at some point in our lives. Yeah. We've been, you know, the ones that's been on the thir the thoroughfares, like the, the road and we've just been easily picked off, mm -hmm. you know, like people has given us word, but we just like, eh, and the devil just takes it or we're the ones that have, little soil and there's you know there's no depth to us yeah and because we're not willing to take out the rocks we're not mm -hmm. willing to prepare ourselves for the word or if we're the ones that have thoughts that are you know vying for control the you know the weeds in our mind like the weeds will overtake those thoughts and i just love how jesus like just He's over here just like storytelling. He's just weaving this all together. But I've been all of those things. Mm -hmm. And until recently, I wasn't the last. Everybody wants to be the last part. Yeah. You know, they want to be, oh, I want to be the good soil. And it's like, 
Who doesn't want to be the good soul? Yeah. Who doesn't want to be the one that's prepared? Yeah. I don't know anyone that doesn't want to be a winner. <laughs> like yeah. every other one of those is a loser in some yeah. like at some point. Like some it's like, oh well they lose first off. Mm-hmm. The others like they lose a little bit slower. The last one they get a little bit further, but like they all lose. But the last one, like there's depth. There's nothing like the crows just can't come and pick it out because mm-hmm. it's deep and there's no weeds. Like it's been prepared. There's no rock. So the roots can get in deep to get moisture and actually live. And that's how I want to be with the word and how I want to be with, you know, my relationship with God. I don't want to just be surface level because that's mm-hmm. how I've lived a lot of my life. And to be honest, there's days when I'm that way, where I'm surface level, where I'm like, oh, thank you, God, you know, but I'm not really, like yesterday was a good example. I did 10 million different things, but I didn't, like, give God the opportunity to, like, really be a part of my day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I think it's good to be honest, but we want to be that last soil, but we've got to put in the work to always be the good and prepared soil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I used to find that parable really annoying, especially just growing up in church, because it was just like, I've heard this 5,000 times. Mm-hmm. It's like, of course I'm the good soil. Why would you need to talk about this? But it's like, I probably found it annoying because it was holy spirit <laughs> conviction, you know? Because you weren't really the good soil. <laughs> yeah. And it was just, like, yeah. I just remember, especially, like, as a teenager... Like, it just, I just remember sitting in church or in those catechism classes and just being like, why, why do I need to hear about this? Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. I don't need this. So it's like, but now, like, like, I mean, he, like hearing you talk about it, I feel it's like when I hear it, it's something that I can rejoice in because mm-hmm. I do have the latter part of the parable and it's like it's not an annoying story anymore it's something that i can rejoice in and Mm -hmm. because of that like you were saying like i have a better understanding of all those different stages of the story yeah so and it's that's the one that we've all heard you know that's if you understand this you understand all parables Mm -hmm. but and i think about that i'm like so is it like a type and I can like take it and be like apply it and like it's a secret key to the other ones no but it's showing that if you understand this one you'll be able to understand yourself you'll be able to <laughs> see the intentions of your heart where am I at in this parable right and then you go okay lord I'm here I mean I do have these things they're choking me you know I want to grow but the these the, I have a want for money and things like that they're choking me so I can't Holy Grail, Lord, I thank you that you are working in me. You're growing in me so that you can become to the good soil. And that once you're the good soil, you can have the actual, have the heart and the mindset. Because just like when you heard, she was annoyed to hear it. So she was defensive. So when you hear other parables and you don't get the understanding, you get defensive, you get angry. But if you realize when you're the good soil, you're receiving. You can understand other parables because your ground is there to receive those parables. Yeah. Instead of being like, nope, I'm this soil, so block those seeds. We don't. <laughs> yeah. I don't need none of these parables because I don't understand them because you're trying to grasp them in your own self. But if we get to the good soil, the good soil 
is a surrendered soil. Mm-hmm. The other ones have, you know, the intentions of the heart are shown through thorns, stones, weeds, zero depth at all, and you're yeah. a road. You ain't even <laughs> soil, you're a road. It's bouncing. <laughs> <laughs> you are a road. <laughs> there's there was there's soil under there, but you've built such a hardening. Yep. There's literally no way for it to go down. But once you actually have you you know, you come to a place where you've just relinquished yourself. And you're that receiving soil. Because good soil is receiving soil. Yeah. <laughs> Bad soil ain't receiving. Good yeah. soil is receiving. <laughs> so as we understand and become that receiving soil, we can receive the understanding of these other parables. The disciples showed this because they went away and said, Hey, Lord, can you let us know what that parable meant? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, to you it's been given to understand these parables. And then he goes on and they ask him, I keep asking him, he's like, are you still that dense that you aren't grasping what I'm saying? But then he went and explained it because they were good soil. They weren't saying, Oh, I got this. I understand this. Jesus, let me explain that parable to you. They were like, so I know you said like, we supposed to understand this. We don't, (laughs) can you help us? And so like a receiving soil goes to the one given the seed and says, Hey, can you give me the seed? Instead of just me trying to like take the seed from you because I don't know what I'm doing, yeah, <laughs> I want to receive your wisdom, your yeah. <laughs> your life. Well, and that reminds me, like, I grew up small little farm, helped mm-hmm. grandparents like with fields and all of that. I didn't know diddly squat about planting nothing. Yeah, but with their wisdom, mm-hmm. just like with Jesus's wisdom to the disciples, like I learned how to plant yeah the proper way you know because mm-hmm. at the beginning i was just like eh, just like throwing <laughs> seed you know expensive seed yeah. like, what are you doing <laughs> but you know jesus shows that that preparation and he was willing to guide them because he knew if i teach them mm-hmm. they'll teach others yeah you know because people a lot of called but few answer yeah mm-hmm. you know so we've got to be prepared uh, and I, I was thinking of one other one that I more recently like got into. It was where like the rich like landowner mm-hmm. like has like the fields and like he subleases it or yeah. whatever to farmers and like he moves out of the country. Yeah. And like this is Jesus talking to the Pharisees and like he sends like the servants and they like beat them and then mm-hmm. he sends more servants and like they kill some. Yeah. And then he sends his son. And the farmers kill the son. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, how many times have we, like, it? it's clearly a representation of, like, the prophets coming, mm-hmm. and then more prophets coming, and then Jesus coming to yeah. Israel. And then, you know, how many times have we refused what God is telling us? Yeah. You know, and I, like, I want to dive more into that one. Like, I don't feel like I have as a deep of a grasp on that one, mm-hmm. but that one intrigues me a lot. Yeah. Well, like, and that one, I believe, like, when Jesus finishes telling that story, like, he asks the Pharisees, like, what, what do you think, like, the farmer should do? And, like, it revealed their hearts because he was like, well, he should go kill them all. Yeah. And it was just, it was that, like, eye for an eye mentality. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's like, you know, it's revealing the nature of God, but, you know, in in t- 
talking about that, you know, it also revealed the nature of man mm-hmm. as well. And like just seeing that in the moment comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, but like going back to the seed one, <coughs> excuse me, like I know like we were talking about just like when you're t- you're talking about the road and everything like i don't know like in my mind like i saw um if you've ever seen gravel where it's like um it's underneath like some drainage or something and there's mm-hmm. water fa- like water is like an eroding thing and it can even erode gravel and rock over time mm-hmm. and you know in metaphor it's just like even because I remember like the more word that I actually heard and actually saw it being lived out um definitely like Zach's parents were a huge part of that for me um and seeing that and being around them and hearing them, you know, just share the word mm-hmm. um, whenever we were willing to go to church. It was just like, like God was still working his way into my heart. And when I saw like the way that they were living, like they're some of the happiest people mm-hmm. that I know. And it was just like, you want to be a part of that. And it's just like seeing that lived out and like, it was like, it made me hungry for that. And like, you know, you guys are just talking about like the disciples. It was like, you know, maybe they didn't understand, but they still wanted to know because they saw Mm -hmm. how Jesus lived it out. Like it always makes me think of Nicodemus when he's like, he's like, I've been around this for a long time, but I know that you're a good teacher because mm-hmm. you live what you talk about. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, it's like even, even the gravel can be worn away through the washing of the water of the word. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. It just like, it just hits me because I, that's something that I've experienced as well. Yeah. yeah. And you can see the Pharisees, they understood the parables, but they didn't let the change happen right. in the parables, right? Because you have Nicodemus, that same time he goes, and he's pretty much, they're talking, and he tells them, you must be born again. And then he takes it with his mind, thinking of his wisdom. He's like, how can I crawl back in my mom? You know, he, <laughs> so he says, how can I crawl back yeah. into the womb? And Jesus says, you're a learned teacher <laughs> of my people, and you don't understand this earthly concept, how am I going to be able to reveal heavenly things to you Mm -hmm. if you don't understand this thing? So to understand the heavenly things, we must be born again. The parables are so that when they hear, they do not hear. Mm -hmm. When they see, they do not see. (laughs) So the parables are meant for us to think on them. They're meant for us to meditate. He didn't just give plain truth. Yeah. It said that he's when he comes, he's gonna speak in parables. When he speaks openly, it's just in parables. Parables and, and rhymes and things like that. So that when like when they try to see, they're not gonna see. When they try to hear, they're not gonna hear. Yeah. Um that's what he when he heard it, he wasn't really trying to hear to learn. A lot of the times when you say when it says to hear, 
means to have obedience after it or to uh, to actually you know actually have action after you hear mm-hmm. and they weren't doing that they were hearing usually the Pharisees 100 percent of the time to debate they literally oh, yeah. were only around him trying to find a way oh, yeah. like we're, okay we can yeah. kill him with this well ooh, we got a good question they were like, huddling together okay you get a good question oh man that's a good question man oh that's gonna stump him boom hit him with that yeah and they literally he destroyed their question so it much where they said the Sadducees they're like and they didn't question him ever again <laughs> yeah the Sadducees <laughs> learned real quick the Pharisees yeah, like they, just kept going. Kept going the Sadducees were like yeah no never mind <laughs> we're, we're gonna stop <laughs> well and like it it's clearly the religious spirit because he talks about, you know, the leaven of Herod and leaven of the Pharisees. And I've been keeping up with the political realm in the last few weeks pretty closely. And that is like 100%, like both sides have been just like, mm-hmm. one will come up with this and then it's like, and then like they'll come over here and it's like, yep. like, it's, and like it's just like going yeah. back and forth. And it's like, it, it's clear. whatever you can do to cut down the other person, regardless mm-hmm. of what it costs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have no intentions. They're hearing with not an intention to actually have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Most of us do that. Typically, we listen to respond. Yeah, I'm fell on that so many times. Usually, I put my foot in my mouth when I do respond. But the best times I do is when I listen to just listen. And I've had times where I literally just let the person talk out everything, and then they're so used to. A response being brought, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "No, I don't got none." Yeah, uh, thank you for talking, though. <laughs> I enjoyed listening. Thank you for talking. No, like, but I'm like, you know, thank you. I really enjoyed listening yeah. to you. Yeah. Like, I have nothing to offer. Um, sometimes they might be spilling their guts and yeah. like really needing some help, and I'm sitting there, and the Lord's quiet. My brain's quiet, and I'm like, "I ain't got diddly squat for you, man." <laughs> but but usually. Those situations, they just need to spill out the negativity. Yeah. There's so much built in them; they need just to wash, yeah. Yeah. you know, just to spill it out and not have an answer. Because, like, I've done that, mm-hmm. and I'm like at the end, and I'm like, I don't need to talk anymore. I answered myself, and <laughs> I know what I need to do. And I just need to talk to someone. I just need to get out of my head, and I'm like, oh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like, we don't, as a culture, we typically don't do that. We always have an answer for someone. Oh, when yeah. we need to allow there not to be answers. Because people, okay, I can't bring this up. Never mind. Um, well, it's like sometimes, <laughs> like the answer, it, it may not always be giving an answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a, a very, very personal example of this. Amy used to come home. This was when she was still in college and I, I was teaching and everything. And she would start venting and my mind would be like oh well you just need to do i'd have like a plan and i'd be like here you go every day it'd be the same thing gosh and (laughs) it's tiring (laughs) it's tiring on both sides but i i would kind of like shut down like my hearing to start planning Mm -hmm. and all amy wanted me to do is just listen yep and then (laughs) there's also been the other side (laughs) where i'll just be listening and she's like, you got anything to say? And I'm like, nope. Not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> but it took me a long time to get out of the mindset of just building the scheme or the plan, mm-hmm. you know? And we have to get to that point with God where we're just listening. Yep. We're just like, okay, God, just give it to me. Yeah. 
You know, because there's a lot of times it's like, will you be quiet so I could talk? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes the proverb says, lean not on your, on your own understanding, means kind of means lean not on your own solution. Mm. Yeah. Lean not on your own plan making. Yeah. You know, going, hey, Lord, uh, this has come up. I have no idea what to do. <laughs> and I'm not even going to try to game plan. I'm just going to go, hey, Lord, get it. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to do. <laughs> and I'm going to listen. And you're going to tell me what to do. And we're going we to be good. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I know we. That's the majority of life yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know we talked about wisdom last week. And that's that goes back to wisdom. It's There's been so many meetings where. I would freak myself out. Like if I got an email, hey, I need to talk to you before school mm-hmm. starts from my principal. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh God, what what is it, what do you want to talk about? Oh, like and like my mind would start like weaving this tapestry of worry and all yeah. of this and like, oh well I can combat these things with this mm-hmm. and blah 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 blah. And I'd go in and he'd be like, Hey, you know, it'd be something positive. Yep. And it'd be like, mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. you know, instead, like, there would be, I wish there were more times where I would have been yeah. just like, okay, God, you're going to give me what I need to say. There was very few of those, yeah. but when the, that happened, I didn't go in with worry. Yeah. And it's using that godly wisdom. Mm-hmm. And I think, so, and another thing the parables cause you to do is shut up and listen, like we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. They cause you to go, hmm. But, like, a lot of people think prayer is gab, but he said the Gentiles think they're going to be heard by their many words. Oh, yeah. But literally, we're supposed to pray? He gave a bare-bones prayer. Not that we have to pray, you know, the the Lord's, Lord's Prayer. prayer. Yeah. Even, even though it might be like, eh, whatever. Um, <laughs> I had other thoughts before. Another time. Um, a lot of times, we can literally sit in silence and accomplish more. If I sit yeah. for an hour in silence, then if I sit for an hour and go, Lord, I just need help. For a whole hour. Yeah. By the time you leave, you're just like, oh my gosh, because you just worship the problem for yeah. an hour. You yeah. give an right. exaltation to that problem instead of just sitting there and say, hey, Lord, I just come to you and I just love on you and then just nothing. Just quieting because your mind is always, if you let it run, it's going to need a solution, need a solution, need a solution, need a solution, need a solution. It's soft. He works everything. You can start with a verse. Lord, you work all things for the good for those who love you and are called according to your purpose. And then you just sit there and meditate on that and let the goodness of the Lord happen. And then you're like, then you just be quiet. And then the goodness of that word, of the word of God, of God working in you, but to willing to do of his good pleasure, like we said in the other video, begins to grow. Because you just planted a seed in the garden of good soil and the growth begins to happen. And then as you're quiet, you begin to hear the Lord whether it's through a feeling, an impression, an audible voice, however he wants to relay that to you, or someone calls you and says, hey, man, you've been in my heart. I actually have a thought for this, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, oh, my gosh. But if you just surrender it to him and then rest, strive to enter into that, just yeah. say law, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's really what say law means, the complete. I've said my point. Think on that. Rest in that. Mm-hmm. Finish my point. I have spoken. Yeah. I have spoken. Yeah. <laughs> you got anything? Um, I just wanted to share one. I guess I like the little short ones. I don't know why. That's fine. Um, the this is Matthew thirteen, sorry, forty four. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure that a man discovered hidden in a field, 
In his excitement, he hid it again and sold everything he owned to get enough money to buy the field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant on the lookout for choice pearls. When he discovered a pearl of great value, he sold everything he owned and bought it. I, I don't know. I like those, like, God's last several months. He's been talking to me about uh, weird visions with jewels and stuff like that. I'll talk about <laughs> it some other time. But um, just the idea of just how valuable, like, that relationship with him is. Mm-hmm. And the I know it's saying like the kingdom of God, but it's just like you receive all that Jesus has for you because you've received him in that yeah. relationship. Um, and it's just how it's worth everything. Everything. Yeah. And there's another thing. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, sounds like going off that point. I kind of did what we were just talking about. My brain went off on another totally different thought while you're talking. I'm sorry. I was meaning to listen to you. I'm just admitting that. My brain it's went over okay. here. Yeah, okay. Anyway, so. <laughs> I'm, so I'm only I, reading the word. <laughs> my brain was like over here with it. And so I was like, we. Um, uh, I was thinking about. There's another point I'll bring up after this. I can't example it here. But. A lot of the times, the Lord doesn't give us answers to stuff, but he wants, like, eventually he knows we'll get to the answer. Mm. But, like, if so, if I just told you every secret to life, you'd become a philosopher. And you'd have, you'd sit up there, <laughs> people come to you, and you'd be like, boo, and you just blabble it out, right? Yeah. And it would not be a life lived. Mm-hmm. He always wants his wisdom to manifest in life. Yeah. He never wants wisdom to just be wisdom, to mm-hmm. just be yeah. spoken and cool. That oh my goodness, oh my gosh! And so, like sometimes he's quiet, and we don't need to be fearful that because we have promises. He's going to work everything for good. We have all these promises to rest in, yeah. um, but we know since he keeps perfect peace, so his minds are stayed on him. So, like just knowing that man, when he's silent, he's really sitting there going, "Keep going, you're going to get it. Oh my gosh, keep going, you're going to get it. Oh my, yeah. you're going to get it. You're going to get it. You're going to get it." But if we stop and go, "You won't give us an answer," so I'm not going to move at all. We've waylaid ourselves, and we need yeah. to just sit there and know he's in. Come on, come on, you're gonna see it, and it's gonna become valuable to you, and it's gonna become a life thing. I'm like, I'm excited, and he can like push us along the way and be like, Man, I got it, and you keep going. Oh, I'm excited, and that's yeah. how he is. So, well, it's like, like we were talking about like prayer, and definitely with what you were just mm-hmm. saying, it's like a lot of the times in the moment, the answer that he gives us is just peace from worry and yeah. just resting in. Like, regardless of what's going on, mm-hmm. like, uh, there will be victory in the end. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's like, a lot of the times it's just whatever, it's like, no, we don't have all the answers to all the problems. Because it's like, especially like dealing with people, it's like, they still have to be able to make their own decisions in the situation yeah, and you can't, and it's just like, so hard. there is... <laughs> but it's like and god's like you know like i don't know i just imagine like sitting there with him and he's just like he's like i don't 
have the like he's like I mean he knows everything. Mm-hmm. He knows every which decision that people are going to yeah. like like he knows everything. He like but it's just like right now you you can't handle that. So mm-hmm. you and I are going to walk through this together and mm-hmm. it's going to be okay. Yeah. And it's like like you're just talking about like, you know, it's not sitting in that worry prayer. It's like when you come to God yeah. and you pray, you should come out yeah. Feeling like, yeah, <laughs> or having peace yeah. or joy. And it's just like, it's like, if not, then did you really pray? Because yeah. were you talking to the almighty God who loves you yeah. and gives you his peace? Most of the time when something comes up, I have found that that has been yeah. his answer for me is peace or joy despite what's going on. Yeah. And one thing I was thinking about, um, an example of that, Israelites, they came out of slavery, right? There was a short path full of war, mm-hmm. or there was a long path to get where they were going. Mm-hmm. And he, he saw it, and he said, if I take them this way, they'll lose heart because they came out of slavery and went straight into war. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I took them the long way. And a lot of times in life, things are taking longer than we expect, and we're like, Lord. And he's like, the other way, you would have lost heart quickly. Mm-hmm. And like when we get saved... We almost, it's a lot of times, almost going to an exile, it seems, and things take longer, a little bit lonelier and everything, but it's because he sees other paths that aren't good. It's like Dr. Strange saw 14,600,000 or something like that, Fine, different paths or whatever. I, you know, like that movie. Um, I do like that movie. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Go ahead. And he's like, but this is the one. This yeah. is, the, yeah. you know, the way. <laughs> <laughs> and like, so man, I just, that's awesome to think about. Knowing that, like, even though it might seem like the longer way, the, what about the, the? It doesn't mean the other path is good. The shorter one is not always the better one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, like you were talking about, like the paths and all of this, and I was, I, I was thinking about the live streams that I've been doing recently, <laughs> and like there are times in this game that I've been playing that have some really challenging puzzles, mm-hmm. and nothing is more satisfying. Than figuring out a puzzle. Yep. But nothing is more frustrating than wasting time on a puzzle where you're just like, like I don't know what to do. Yeah. This is not explaining mm-hmm. it. And my chat, like I have a few people that like guide me. Like they don't straight out the gate yeah. just give it to me. Like they, like if I'm needing help, they'll guide me. Mm-hmm. And like I've had the opposite where it's just like this is it. This yeah. is it. This is it. And I enjoy it less when that happens. Yeah. And then, you know, we're talking about how God, like, he'll walk through us. Like, in good games, there are level designs and everything. And if you somehow get to where you shouldn't be faster, mm-hmm. you're going to get wrecked and you're going to get disheartened. Because I'm yep. thinking about one particular planet mm-hmm. that I was on. If I was able to get to where I was supposed to or where I wanted to go, mm-hmm. it would have been real bad. Because, yeah. like, later on, it was challenging when I had, like, all of these skills and had a lot yeah. more life on my character. But it took me the long way around. So when I finally got back to that place, yep. I was able to enjoy the fruits of my yeah. labor <laughs> and everything. And I know that's, you know, using a video game to show it, but, like, it it works perfectly. Like. That's how God is, is he's got a design on our life. It's yeah. not a cookie cutter 
thing. It's a design. He's mm-hmm. handcrafting our lives. Mm-hmm. We get to choose things, yeah. but he's handcrafting it. Like he has like the perfect design that we're eventually going to get to. Yeah. Last thing I'll say on that is scripture says a man plans his ways, but the Lord directs his path. Mm-hmm. We can plan and be like, Lord, I have this vision. And he's like, okay, well, this is the best path <coughs> to reach optimal peak of yeah. that vision. And that just came to me because I've always thought about the verse, we plan our ways, we direct our path. So it's like, I always thought of it like, well, I plan things and you're like, yeah, that's stupid. <laughs> yeah. Like you take me, well, what it really is, I get the vision and he's like, that's an awesome vision. Let's go this direction with it. Yeah. <laughs> It's juxtaposed to like what the world says, you know, man plan and God laughs. Yeah. You know, it's it's not that way. God wants to see us with the trophy in our yeah. hand. Like he wants us to be on that. He wants even those who don't believe in him because he said don't yeah. envy the rich because this is the only heaven they have essentially. This is the only life that they're going to live good because if they want a vapor of heaven and not an eternity of it, they can do that. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's going to rain in the just and the unjust. Rain was talking about farming. Was talking about because rain is good <laughs> for yeah. farms. So he rains in the right just now. and the unjust. And so, uh, yeah. All right. Well, that was a jam packed episode. Yeah. We got to like 20 minutes, and I was like, well, I think that's yeah, about it. Just, <laughs> I know. I was like, I have a thing I want to tell, but it's like we're maxed yeah, out on time. I was yeah. like, I'll just. <laughs> They'll probably be able to fit in the other videos. Oh, yeah. They all weave together. Yeah. No, no, we're uh, If you want to check out the podcast version, all you got to do is go to your favorite podcast app, look up Be a Light Show. There we are. A little light, Be a Light Show. There mm-hmm. it is. Boom. Uh, if you want to get the show early, though, you can get it a week early. You can go over to patreon.com slash Be a Light. We've got the audio version. We've got the video version, whichever one you want to choose. Mm-hmm. You can get that, and you can become patreon producer mm-hmm. get your Support name shout out show. yes so if you want to do that please go do that it helps out a ton helps us build up the show more and more yeah. if you can't do anything financially just liking and sharing is really helpful as mm-hmm. well yep and let us know this is the important part let us know what your favorite parable was yep yeah. down in the comments below and if you have any prayer requests please contact us you can either email us at be a light show at gmail.com or you can direct message the show page and we'll get with you and we'll partner in prayer with you on whatever's going on yeah Amy you want to pray sure Lord I just thank you for all the nuggets of parables that you've given us everything in your word that's just filled with mystery and love that we get to discover with you i thank you for friends that want to talk about you i thank you that when we talk about you it just it brings life to us it's where we're supposed to be it feels right because we're talking about you I just thank you for everything that you've poured out into this episode pray it would bless those who hear it in your name I pray amen. amen amen hope you enjoyed the episode this has been Zach and Amy and Judah have a blessed week goodbye